and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, go. So I once was on a date with uh, uh, some somebody. It was like the first or second date. And uh, it was a ride home. And uh, I was giving her a ride home. I was like, hey, you don't want, a, you don't want an Uber ride. You want, a, um, you, want a, you, you want a free ride from me? I'll, I'll be happy to give you a ride. Sure. So it worked out. Okay. Sounds hot. So uh, far, I like it. <laughs> so uh, as we're riding home, it's like, yeah, you don't want to get an Uber with some random, random uh, Eastern Block uh, person that, that's just like, where is address? Send me address. And uh, she accused me of being racist. And I was like, uh, I was being Russian. Is Russian <laughs> is, so my first question is, one, is, is, it, is it racist being Russian? And two, should we brag on the Russians? And I feel like the answer is no and yes in that order. Uh, the first question was, are you racist in general? Or the yeah. <laughs> is the... being Russian, uh, making fun of Russians racist? No, no. Russians are, mo- we, they're like Italians. They've moved out of the, uh, they're an ethnic group. Yeah. They're, you right? can't make, you can't make fun of them as racist uh, entities anymore. So w- when, when I attack with uh, my hands, I like <laughs> that a little bit, uh, people, uh, they can't accuse me of shit because I'm 13% Italian. First of all. You're okay. gonna love my nuts. I'm maybe even thirteen. Uh, the actual range for my Italianness is ten to twenty-two, mm. so I could damn damn well be a quarter Italian. And you, you're not gonna catch me being a racist towards Italians because you can't be. You can't be. It's 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 physically illegal. We already talked about this in the pre- in a previous pod. We did. Yeah, and what pod that. is that, Nick? It's the definitive podcast where we uh, <laughs> review movies 25% under on Rotten Tomatoes. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> You're wrong. It is the definitive podcast. I said that. The movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. I am Nick. That is Steven, the Russian doll, Ramirez. He's a nesting doll. Open them up. There's a little tinier Steven inside of them. Open that one up. There's a little tinier Steven inside that one. Open that one up. There is a pretzel the size of your head. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. And Great. we're here to talk about a uh, a movie with a Russian tw- a twinge. Twinge. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, this movie might be racist towards Russians, but we don't care. And uh, neither does our two guests. Uh, the first guest is actually a, a well-known entity here at Real Rotten. And uh, do not clap for him. Do not get excited. It is Alex. He is... <laughs> yep, that's Alex's music. He's back. Yeah, it's A L E K S. That's how you spell my name. Alex. Alex. Uh, he is. It's the birthday pod. Uh, we got a, quite a few birthday boys on this pod. Yeah, running, running thin. And I'm getting real revved up about it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm already three beers deep heading into this pod. So let's see where we get uh, once we go. It's, it's all part of a general theme. Uh, the other two birthday boys, uh, Stephen, you had your birthday uh, just recently. Yeah, I did. And. Uh, our guest who hasn't been on in over 100 episodes since before the pandemic, one of our oldest, dearest friends and co-hosts of this pod today, Eric Carrillo. Eric, welcome back to the podcast. What's up, dudes? Strovia, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> are you, uh, are you uh, um, video chatting from the, from the peak of Bull Mountain right now? That audio quality is stellar. <laughs> 
Yeah, Bull Mountain don't go changing. It's the best I can do, you guys. It's Texas. <laughs> They're not known for their electronics. Yes, right. <laughs> or yeah. instruments, for that matter. Eric, one of our first, one of our first guests. He's in two episodes in the first twenty episodes, and then, uh, then, then he moved. He moved away, and we needed a reason to bring him back, so we brought him back for his. It's partly his birthday pod because he is a uh, he's a Bert, he's our Burt Kreischer expert. It's we a birthday pod. We needed one. We're doing the movie The Machine from twenty twenty three. Burt Chrysler, everybody get in your cars, roll down your windows, we're blasting this shit for the next 90 minutes, and then you can turn it off and forget it ever happened. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, th- this movie based uh, 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 based off of a, uh, uh, what do you call it, anecdotal story, which turned into a bit, which turned into um, a cinematic experience. A unlike, career, a career, I guess. Basically a career, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a meta Russian doll, yeah. essentially. Million dollar uh, career. Good for Bert. We're gonna say that multiple times on this podcast. Good for Bert. I'm I'm glad he he got it all worked out. He he made he made a movie on his life. Not many people get to say that. Uh, is it a good movie? It's 27 percent of Rotten Tomatoes, so that speaks for it a little bit. But we'll talk more about it. But first, but it was 25 when we saw it. It was 25 just when to, we saw it. So this is this, it's, a, it's a Hall of Famer. This is not a Hall of Famer. It's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's not a Hall of Famer. Oh, so it's a bonus. Uh, 20, you hear that, Alex? It's, it's a, a bonus. bonus. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> let's 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 uh, let's uh, open that can of worms again. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll open that can of snowballs again if that's what it takes. Uh, Speaking of snowballs, but first, Eric, we want to re get to know you. Since you left us for Texas, uh, I want to see how much you've changed as a person over this period of time. Uh, so we got a little competition we're going to do between California movies and Texas movies. Mm. I'm going to give you a category, and I'm going to give you a couple movies uh, in that category, and you have to choose California or Texas. We want to see uh, just who you are nowadays. Oh, boy. I don't think it's going to change from when I was in California. Well, let's give it a shot. We're going to start off in the sports category. So California, the three representatives, we got Moneyball, we got White Men Can't Jump, and we got Coach Carter. Yay! In uh, Texas, we got Friday Night Lights, The Rookie, featuring Dennis Quaid, and Varsity Blues. Dennis Quaid? Wait, what? I just caught that. Yeah, The Rookie. Oh, and The Rookie, that pl- takes place in Texas? Wow. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not, I guess? Not Rookie of the Year. Not rook- <laughs> the not rookie. Rookie. The Rookie. That's Chicago. Yeah. That's Chicago. Yeah, yeah, not the movie. That's Chirac, baby. <laughs> okay, which one are you choosing? Which one are you choosing? Dude, I have to go to Texas all day, every day. Varsity Blues, Tweeter, go-to movie, Friday yeah. Night Lights, made it into a TV show. Texas forever. Exactly. And then Dennis Quaid, coming from where I'm living now, Houston, Texas, local, the less famous of the Quades, because I still think Randy's on top. You know, I think he has a warrant for his arrest, and he's whoa. somewhere in Canada. Whoa, right whoa, 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 whoa. Randy's in the Illuminati, brother. I don't know what you're <laughs> yeah. talking about. Um, true, might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you're, you have a good argument there. Th- those are three uh, quality. Uh, Look, quality I, th- I think it wins just because of the football movies. Like, I, I haven't seen The Rookie, but uh, on the flip side, you can pull my uh, California card right now. Still haven't seen White Man Jump. The original or the remake. Wow. The only scene I have ever seen in White Man Can't Jump is when Rosie Perez goes on Jeopardy. That's the only <laughs> scene I've ever seen in that movie. Well, that, <laughs> that's a top Wesley Snipes movie, yeah. for sure. I did just watch Varsity Blues for the first time this last year, and uh, pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. It's pretty that's... great. It really is. We don't need to, we don't need to get into that. We're going dramas, moving into the drama category. Mm. For Texas, we got No Country for Old Men. Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. And Boyhood is actually a Texas movie. Uh, 
according to my Googles. Big Texas movie. Yeah. They're, half of it takes place in Houston. For California, we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Lady Bird, taking place in uh, Northern California. Sacramento. And Nope. Uh, taking place in... Uh, also Southern California. Yeah, it's that uh, farming... That's like in uh, the Grapevine. Yeah. I chose three uh, yeah, uh, yeah, more recent ones for the California. But uh, yeah. who are you taking there, Eric? Who are you taking there? Uh, that one, yeah, I'm not to stick to California. Once Upon go. a Time in Hollywood alone... I think that has, that falls into a territory that's like top two films. Eric has a refined yeah. taste. So. Yeah, the second movie being Out Cold. He has a refined taste. Yes. If Out Cold is, is that a sneaky, that's an Aspen movie, huh? What was the other episode you were on, Eric? You were on Out Cold? And Eight Crazy Nights. He was our Jewish representative. Oh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a great episode for you, Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, uh, we're getting on a tangent already. I'll, I'll tell you why there was a tangent. Because he got fired. <laughs> That's why he was in the apartment all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really want to bring this up? I'll bring it up. Okay. Alleg- <laughs> this is all in the past, you guys. Allegedly, I got fired, and allegedly, I showed up to Alex's apartment, and allegedly, I drank most of a celebration IPA pack. Oh, that's right. There were celebrations. On my own. And then we all sat down for Eight Crazy Nights, the podcast. But uh, still, a, still a quality, quality flick in the holiday times, I think. You think so? Uh, I only agree with you because it is less terrifying than the Polar Express. <laughs> like watching the, the Polar <laughs> Express. Watching the Polar Express uh, uh, in recent times is is terrifying. Still good. Uh, okay, next category we're going teen movie. I'm gonna choose. I only got one for each of these. One for each of these. First one for Texas, we got Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah. And for California, we got Clueless. Clueless. I thought... I think both good representatives of their states. Wasn't The Faculty a Texas or and or California movie? There, There's more to choose from. I had some backup picks. Scream. Uh, yeah, that's that, the, that's that we could have gone towards, but that's just where that's just where I was heading. Uh, what are you choosing, Eric? Oh, that one. You're going straight to Texas, man. Straight out of Austin, Texas. McConaughey's first film, his yeah. first mem- memorable line that's going to follow him for the rest of his career. And not to admit... A very, very young Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. A very, very young Rip from Yellowstone. What are some? Jam packed. Cole Hauser. <laughs> yeah, Rip from Yellowstone, exactly. Yeah. That dude. Is Bill Jonovich in that movie? Yeah. What did you say? Her too. What did you say, KJX? I was like, is Mila Jovovich in that movie? I see the. T- I've never seen it. I've seen the Mila, cover for Mila it. Mila Jovovich is barely in that movie, yeah. Oh, okay. Who who who? around curriculum. Somebody made a uh, Drew Barrymore, I think, is uh, in that movie in the truck uncredited. Moving on, okay, last category, last category. Below fifteen percent comedies representing Texas. We got The Big Green at zero percent, and All representing good. California, we got Beverly Hills Ninja. Future contender with uh, that we haven't done yet. Uh, yeah, we haven't done one it. reason or another. Yeah. Uh, who are you taking there, Eric? This last one. Oh, dude, you already know. Chris Farley's definitely an idol. I'm going with Beverly Hills Ninja. Wow. Okay, there we go. He's splitting the cats. You broke my heart that uh, the big green didn't get picked there, but I'm proud of you for sticking sticking to some California. I'm proud of you for both reasons, Eric. Don't don't get don't let him criticize you. Have you started calling it Cali yet? Do you call it Cali all the time now? I never called it Cali. And then Nick, don't get upset. I didn't choose the big green because you were varsity captain for like one year in high school. I let that shit go. Yeah, I mean some people. Say that I they still remember the first goal that ever got scored in our school's history, and uh, that might have been me. 
Nick still has that jersey hanging <laughs> on his wall. I got the polo. <laughs> I still got my golf polo that we'll uh, we'll still strap on every now and then, me and Eric together. But let's uh, let's we're done talking about that. It's time to get into the film. We're going to talk about the machine, featuring Burke Chrysler. Yeah, that's a good taste. Seven years ago, one incredible story blew up the internet. When I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia. I did not speak Russian. Yeah, machine. 23 years after those events, the story continues. You're coming with me back to Russia. Oh, 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 he's, he's going down. Oh, so you can fight. Party to me down. The Machine, exclusively in movie theaters May 26th. Read it all. What a movie. Um, what a movie indeed. Um, that's all I have to say about it. We can wrap this pot up. That's all I got to say. What a movie. <laughs> Erica, what's, Eric, tell us about your relationship to Bert real quick, and then uh, don't tell us quite what you thought about the movie just yet. Yeah, so Bert Kreischer, much like the, uh, I don't want to get into the movie, but very mixed feelings when I first started seeing him come out. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of his comedy group, his podcast group, Tom Segura, big two bears, one cape fan. I love guys like Theo Vaughn, Joey Diaz. Uh, Bert, at first, that was a little iffy. Went to one of his stand-up shows last year. Didn't know what to expect. I didn't really want to go and hear The Machine. But surprisingly, he was pretty great when it came to being a stand-up comedian. I know he had a long, lustrous career, starting with Bert the Conqueror. Moving on, focusing on stand-up, multiple podcasts he's been doing. So, you know, to this day, I like the guy. I think he's just all-American, funny guy. Anyone can relate to that might be an alcoholic. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I love the guy. I agree that he is actually a, uh, a general all-American now. He, he's a he's – a... Not he's a total, he's a masculine but not over masculine man that is in touch with his feelings, likes to talk about stuff nice yeah. and wide in the open. He he represents multiple generations, mostly uh, the Van Wilder, late, the Van Wilder generation, late Xers, yeah, yeah late, late Xers. Xers, borderline early millennial. So there was two type of Xers where they were like, we like to we don't care about anything and we like to party and we don't care about anything, nothing matters. Those are like the two lanes that they went in, maybe. Uh, no, that, that's a that's a good uh, fork. Um, I think the people that more lean towards partiers turned into the uh, the raving uh, Republicans. So the Republicans that are there for like like the NASCAR like uh, 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 tailgate. Yeah. And then there's the then the people who said nothing matters uh, started working for like DARPA. Or like uh, pa- Palantir, and realized, oh shit, this matters because I get paid by the government, hell, a shitload of money, and then feed this war machine, baby. Woo! Drill, yeah. baby, drill. Oh, bringing it back to the machine. There you go. Hell Thank yeah. you. There you go. <laughs> he was an American. That's, that's the literal version of the machine. <laughs> He's an American machine. That's for sure, Bert Crusher. And uh, I do, I do appreciate his his belly. I appreciate his his stand up. I don't. I'm not a partaker. What's your relationship he's, with Bert? Yeah, he's a devil may care. Um, um, uh, comedic personality. I think, and I think that's endearing to a lot of people. So that's why they see it. One of his, uh, one of his, like, uh, I guess you could call it like street street advertising or like street team moments going viral, crowd by crowd was he would do a weekend of shows and then he would do a show called Call in Sick to Work Day and it would be like a twelve thirty show and then it, they everybody who shows up to the show would just get blackout drunk. 
and then and then Bert would like buy shots and for people who show up to these shows and stuff like that. So there's there's that I know about that relationship. I wish I went to one of those. That sounds great. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, but yeah, that yeah, like like Eric said, you know, consumed some of his media, knew about his story back in uh, uh, 2011, 2012 when he first told it, and then I was like, holy shit, this is a crazy ass story. So it happened in 2000. We got here's the timeline. Yeah. It happens in 2000. Yeah. Start it goes viral in early. When we're in the 2010s, yeah, yeah, yeah. early 2010, 2010s, 2010s, and then he makes it into a bit into one of his comedy specials on Netflix or, or Showtime or something like that, and then that that catapults mm-hmm. him, and then he starts a podcast, and then he has friends who starts podcasts, and then the, then he has the story option, and then here we are. Yeah, the story was actually optioned way before. We'll get to that. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes blurb: A sloppily lifeless movie that is strictly for hardcore Burt Kreischer fans. The Machine is a broken. Beyond repair. I mean, that's this guy's life. He's a sloppy. He's a sloppy guy. <laughs> like, uh, what other type of movie are you are you expecting out of this? Twenty-seven uh, percent of Rotten Tomatoes, but then the audience, eighty-seven percent. Here's yeah. the audience blurb: The machine isn't quite as hilarious as Burt Kreischer's stand-up, but this over-the-top action comedy is still plenty of very silly fun. Plenty of very silly fun. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's it's very silly, and and um, I feel like I would have enjoyed this movie fifteen years ago, half my life ago. I probably would have loved this movie six years ago. No, I don't know about six. Maybe <laughs> we definitely would have saw this at the Chico movie theaters, just absolutely barbecued at like ten thirty at night. This is a Tinseltown special. Yeah, this is a Tinseltown yeah. uh, went Tuesday night uh, five dollar special. Eric yeah, agrees. This is you're bringing your school backpack, and I put that in quotes. And your school backpack has a thirty rack of cores in it, and yeah. then you just oh, not even cores, some keystones, bro. <laughs> keystones, yeah. stoned keystone up. ice, keystone ice, yeah. stone, double stones. We are here to vomit, but we are also here to party. Wow, the black cans. I totally that you just took me back with that. And we would never. And there's no hangover. Or at least not for sure, me nope. back in those days. Sure, now, sure, Eddie. Now I'm so terrified of the hangovers, I am, I'm even scared to drink. You're shaking as you're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my blurb that I chose from Luke Y. Thompson, he said, the best thing about the machine is it's not quite as awful as it could have been for a movie based on a stand-up. I think that's as quintessential as you can get for a movie review, especially this kind of movie review, so I'm just going to agree with you. And I'm going to steal your bit by saying uh, <laughs> my <laughs> blurb is from Luke Y. Thompson, where the best thing about the machine is not as useful as it could have been for a movie based on stand-up. That was an original <laughs> idea that I pulled myself. Yep, there you go. This is uh, we, we do our own work here at the podcast. People can't accuse us of not researching or being ready for anything because we get ready. It's just we, we get ready in the way that procrastinators get ready. By the way. Um, which is immediately before you have to do anything. No, I honestly, uh, that was the bit, is that I stole your joke. That's that's the bit. Um, I stole your joke, a.k.a. your blurb. By Eric, the way. Eric, did you have a blurb from, a, uh, <laughs> from one of the people that reviewed this movie that you would like to read? Yeah, I think uh, the one I got, the machine is loud, gross, obnoxious, and overbearing. It is also disarming, quick-witted, fast-moving, and becomes increasingly funny, which for those who aren't familiar with Burt Crasher's stand-up or comedy type, it's a complete representation of him, man, and that's what I loved about it. And that's from Todd McCarthy of Deadline Hollywood. He's a top critic. That was the only the only positive top critic. It was one out of 
four, which yeah. means twenty five percent. There you go. We're, yeah. we're in the we're in real we're in the criteria. If you want me to give you original review, it's Dennis I don't, Schwartz. I don't. I want you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's Dennis Schwartz from Dennis Schwartz <laughs> no, movie reviews. No, I don't want it. He says, "quote a so so comedy drama." We're peeking all over the board. <laughs> uh, Eric, would you say that you that you agree with it? What, where do you fall on this uh, on this feature? I think. Dude, it, it's really hard because I'm so biased. Just liking that whole comedy group. Let the bias roll. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was way more funnier than I anticipated it to be. Yeah. I think I was expecting a little more out of it. But the funny parts they put in there definitely hit the right spots. I think the storyline was pretty great. The ending could have been a little bit better, a little bit more investment. In it. And yeah. I think we can get into it a little bit later, but I was really hoping to see a lot more cameos, mm. especially with the crew that Burt Kreischer's rolling with, either a Tom Segura, you know, a Joey Diaz, a Theo Vaughn. Yeah, where's Jakob yeah. Smirnoff in this entire movie? That guy, too. And it's, uh, yeah, I think that's probably the owner down or have. But if you guys really think about it, like, I want to go see this in the movie theater. It almost felt like when we went, when we all went to go see Project X mm. when we were in college. But this is like the Project X for us in our thirties now. Mm. You came out of the movie theater and you're like, you know what? Yeah, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, but maybe it's a good idea that I go, you know, down the handle of vodka and just see what works. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, <laughs> son, old son. <laughs> Handful of Tito. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, it was funnier than I expected. I didn't expect. I didn't expect a whole lot, uh, but there were good, some good moments. It's it's overall not, you know, it's overall not going to win any awards. But I don't. It it, it may win a Razzie, but uh, but just by happenstance. I I would be happy if it won a Razzie. I think it does. It doesn't deserve Razzie, but I think it. I think it could. It could sneak into a right. category. I don't think it deserves it either, but they're no, going to throw I, it in somehow. I would, if I was the Razzies and I need, Razzies need to get back. You know, the, yeah. we, we forgot about the Razzies. They're dead. The, the The best they ever got was when Halle Berry accepted the award for Catwoman. That was the, that was the Sandra. Top, that was the, yeah. And Sandra accepted her. So yeah. the, that's peak. That's peak. So now we need, they need to give Bert the award so that he'll, sh- he'll show up. He'll be happy to get an award. He'll say a thing. He'll say some jokes. Razzies back on the map. Mm. I think I think you're onto something. <laughs> Roger Ebert, sadly, sadly too dead to watch this movie. Way too dead to watch this film. Way uh, too dead to so watch we, this film. So our notable critic is going to be you killed it, Glenn Kenny. As in you, you, you killed Kenny. <laughs> you killed it, Glenn Kenny. I thought it was you go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> you go, Ken. It was, it's a multi, it's a multiple level joke. Okay. That's where we're I working. You, we're I working on layers yeah. in this podcast. Uh, he said, "You may wonder if Kreischer is popular stand-up comedian. Why he hasn't done more television and movie acting? Well, well, uh, well, well, Glenn. <laughs> Thank you. I, well, right, Glenn. I, if Burt Kreischer was acting as anybody other than Burt Kreischer in a movie, I'd be I'd be worried. <laughs> but yeah." But he yeah. plays he plays Bert well. He can be like the drunk hotel manager. He can yes. be like the drunk Mater D. He can be <laughs> like <laughs> he's it's that's uh, there's pigeonholing and then there's a Kreischering. He, I can, think he can do a riff on Jonah Hill at in forgetting Sarah Marshall. He could be Jonah Hill's dad. Like <laughs> yes. that'd be great. He'd be great oh, as Jonah be, Hill's that'd dad. Be a good one. <laughs> he could show gl- uh, genuine emotion for somebody younger than him. That could be his kid. I'm just so happy for you. <laughs> I think uh, bringing it up though, if you look at his IMDb, I think every TV or movie thing he's done, he's played Burt Kreischer, right? Like you got the cabin yeah. on Netflix, he's Burt Kreischer, yeah, you got the yeah. big show, 
hosted by Burt Kreischer. Yeah, he's always the he host. Found, found calling. He's a good fun yeah. host. If there was like an adult version of The Price is Right, that he'd be my number one choice as the as the host. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah you, you know totally. why people can't call you a bad actor? If you're playing yourself. Like how bad this is. You, are you saying I'm bad? You actually cannot <laughs> be a bad a actor person. as long as you're playing yourself. As long as you're not I'm being just being myself. <laughs> telling these people to, to shape like the hole in the wall so uh, they can win hole in the wall. And now back to Alex's uh, blurb. Alex, did you happen to find that blurb? Oh, did we do? I got this guy, Christian Zilko. Go ahead. From IndieWire. Do it. Um. <clears throat> The comics pre-existing fans should find plenty to love, but anyone who goes in hoping for any kind of literary substance would be better off just reading the nutrition facts on their junior mints box. And the dudes that were in, there were two other people in the theater with us. Those guys had that vibe. Like they, they were they're, just like, they're eating junior mints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just read. That's their reading. That's all they read. We it's should, just like the back of a junior mint's book. We should briefly talk about the people that we saw this movie with. Well, it's Waldo Dextrid. Yeah, never forget that guy's laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Like a fucking Simpsons character. We were yeah. uh, standing in the popcorn line, getting our popcorns and our and our sodies, and uh, we looked down. We looked down the aisle. Or looked down just the countertop, and there's this large man with large beard. And his friend, and they are wearing Crocs. They're ready to go. They got a couple, some a little camo on it. One of them was wearing a vest, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, some sort of vest. They were like pool hall Flannel core. Yeah, pool, like. pool hall yeah. core is good. Yeah, yeah they good. they were they yeah. walked out of a pool hall straight into an AMC uh, feature film. They sat front and center on the rail, probably the best spot in the movie theater. Yeah, it's pretty. It good. was a smaller theater. Right when we walk in. The guy with the beard looks over at us and gives us uh, like a rock on hand sign. I did not like, catch the horns, oh, brother. Oh, he I, gave I us didn't horns? know he was doing that at us. He threw, That's what fucking threw me off. No, he, yeah. he threw us the horns and he was like, let's go. What did he say? He's, I don't remember. He was like, yeah, that's what he did. He, he said, yeah. 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 Man, if I caught that, I would have gave him the horns right back. And I was like, shit. I was like, hell, hell yeah, yeah, brother. Damn it. Yeah. And then, and then for the first five minutes of the movie, he, they both laughed at maybe every single thing that was said. And the fi- first five minutes of the movie are all clips from podcasts or his stand-up. <laughs> so there's that. Like shit they've heard a million times. Yeah. They, I think still, yeah, yeah. they had a great time. They were there to support their friend, and they did. And, yeah. and, and they, they provided a good experience for us, too. Eric, hey. Eric how was your showing? Showing wasn't too bad. We went for a matinee on the weekend. Kind of a different crowd. Not too many people in the theater. And I think it was like the day after opening day. But as we went to sit down our seats and slowly recline back our electric recliners, because that's how we oh, roll, wow. electric seats do. only. Yeah, a guy walks in wearing a, a tank top. Definitely looked like this dude was a swolled up Pauly D, backwards hat. And then he turns around, looks into the crowd, and his tank top reads, this guy fucks. And I kind of <laughs> knew, like, yeah, you know. I was just like, man. I wish I had that shirt. Only from Tampa, Florida. If he's wearing that, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. South Florida Padre State Island logo sure. on the on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, I'm very happy for that guy. Holy shit, that's great. That's a great experience for sure. Uh, was that uh, Brendan Schaub to the, to just uh, to just ask a question? <laughs> no, I think it, there's there's a high likelihood of us definitely. Yeah, Brandon Shaw before tickets to a movie right now. I think that dude's in yeah. some trouble. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of uh, unknown personalities, the director of this film. Let's get into the let's get into the KJX Fact Shack, uh, co-hosted by me, director of the film Peter Atencio. Peter Atencio. 
Attention, attention. Uh, have you seen this TikTok, the TikTok thing going around where pickpockets are taking over uh, oh, yeah. Southern Europe? Yeah. And there's this woman who has a TikTok in uh, Italy or Spain. It's like Venice or something. Yeah, yeah. and she, she goes around and she, she like scouts out pickpockets yeah. and yells at them. And then she just yells, attention, pickpockets. Pickpockets. <laughs> and now, yeah, and now people are like obsessed with her and she just catches pickpockets in the act. She's my lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's my lady. She is Batman for pickpockets and yeah. nobody has a fucking chance. Love it. Dad <laughs> Love sure it. wishes the Kimura, she was around. The Kamora yeah. crime family needs to come around. Yeah, yeah, Alex, you know it. Um, the yeah, Kamora crime family. camera stolen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad had uh, five like five thousand dollars in American dollars stolen from him because he Are decided to leave it in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 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 friend got pickpocketed on, in New York recently. Recently, yeah, on oh, the wow. subway, somebody bumped him. He looked, checked his wallet, no ID, no they ID. Wouldn't let, they wouldn't let him. They, leave. they just stole his ID. <laughs> they, they wouldn't let him leave leave New York. No, oh they took my his wallet. God. They took his wallet, but that's yeah. terrible. I've never been dumb enough to get my wallet stolen like that, so uh, that's well, good. You don't leave it in your back pocket. Yeah. That. You get other things stolen. Yeah, I just get uh, <laughs> other, other larger things stolen that you drive. Uh, writers of this film, <laughs> Bert, uh, Kevin Beagle, and Scotty Landis. Scotty Landy. I got to ask you, Eric, do you know who these guys are? I just wanted to check. Oh, no. Yeah, no. dude, totally. Kevin Beagle's a television writer. <laughs> you... Uh... <laughs> Me, myself, and Irene, Shallow Howl. Ooh. Screenwriters. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're punch ups. Yeah, they're okay. They, yeah, that's what I Screen thought. doctors. That's they're, what they're, they're both. Uh, they're, here, here what, do you, what happens when you mix a punch up and a stand up? You get The Machine 2003. You get Stand, you get, uh, stand and Bang. Um, that's the new movie that Atencio's directing. Um, Notable Crew. EP is uh, Jay Ashenfeller. He did the Godzilla movies. Yeah. So uh, he's he's big king of the monster. He's making bank, though. Yeah, he is. No, so right. that's why it's a legendary picture, because it's uh, Jay Ashenfeller. Ah, yeah, there you go. that's the Maze logo. Mm-hmm. Man, we love a legendary picture. Yeah. Uh, upcoming legendary picture, uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer with hardly, Jay Ashenfeller. That's a mouthful. Hardly know her. Hey. <laughs> you dropped the bomb on me. Baby. I can't wait for the Poppenheimer Collector's uh, Edition popcorn bucket from AMC. Uh, uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of popcorn, I'm no, gonna... it's gonna be the soda cup. It's gonna be the soda cup. Yes. Poppenheimer. No, no, no. You, you, oh, maybe. Uh, speaking of popcorn, totally. I'm gonna popcorn over to Eric. Eric, well, I just want to. I'm curious. What was the last movie you saw in theaters before you saw the machine? Before and after. Ooh, we've been on a movie theater roll. Oh, you have? Okay. I just wanted to make Cinemark. sure. <laughs> oh, you're a Cinemark yeah, uh, we, guy. We're a, yeah, we're a cin- I just can't remember shit what we went to go see, though. Well, don't judge me. I know Girlfriend's Choice. We did go see Little Mermaid. That's okay. Little Mermaid uh, live action supposed to supposed to be smacking. Yeah, was it good? Yeah. Live um, action supposed to be smacking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't bad. You know, Aquafina stole the show for sure. Okay. You know, she's, uh, I heard she, she raps. Yeah, as a seagull. Yeah, little scuttlebutt. Um, and then uh, we saw the Flash after that. Okay. And How's Flash? Flash. 
Better than I thought it was going to be. I was the biggest Ezra Miller fan from, uh, after you, that, right? From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> That's the best review I've heard of The Flash yet, so maybe maybe I'm in. I'm maybe gonna go I'm watch in. It. I need to watch You're going to go watch it? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah, we're going. Oh, what do you mean, just me? You're going with me. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. Drug movie of the year, Flash. <laughs> ah, has a chance of with, drug- with Skeeton. How is it? How are you not seeing it with Skeeton? That's Steve, true. I'll go see it with you. It's really true that that has a chance to be drug movie of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that it's... You would think that the machine might be drunk movie of the year but i think the machine we weren't drunk enough we weren't drunk well we were yeah we had a couple beers as as we're wont to do but you know yeah i wasn't like it wasn't like quantum mania when i was alone mm. and i had four i had four tall cans <laughs> <laughs> next to some french kids <laughs> <laughs> anyway st- uh, still still no front runner for drunk movie of the year but we'll see what happens uh, the actors in this film we got burt playing himself as we talked about we got mark hamill who has not come up yet uh, as his dad I think he's not that memorable as as his dad. He just did he did his job. Like he wasn't um, outlandish as Mark Hamill. Even in the final scene where the he final was scene is when he was that. Yeah, and, and he wasn't even that outlandish. Yeah. this is the Joker, and this guy's playing it super mild. So I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, Jimmy Tatro as young Bert. Jimmy Tatro, the big uh, he's the big Zoomer uh, upcoming star. Like a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of kids, a lot of people twenty five and under really like him. Uh, but I just don't really know what he's from besides Disney shows and uh, oh, especially Modern Family. No, he was in the Netflix. Uh, he got his big break from the Netflix American. Uh, yeah, the American whatever. The, American pe- the, the, pe- the, 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 the penis doc. The penis guy. American Vandal. American Dude, Jimmy Vandal. Tatro, I thought that was a great cast. I was following Jimmy Tatro back in college on the Life According to Jimmy YouTube Life According page. to Jimmy, yeah. Shit that frack, I say. I thought, yeah, when I when I heard that he got casted, one, I was like, oh shit, this dude's still in Hollywood. And two, I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, I'm just not in the loop. That the so Eric, no, you're, you're, my, you're my, more a Jimmy guy than, than my number Indians. one. My number one Jimmy Tatra thing is uh, dating Zoe Deutsch and has been for a little while. Sure, I know who that up is. Coming Zoe Deutsch, <laughs> I've set it up. But uh, rumor is there might be- <laughs> up and coming. That movie's like three years old. <laughs> <laughs> she was in uh, your she was in the, your favorite film, uh, The Outfit, last year. One of your top. Oh, your she's top the films. main. She's, yeah, she's the main. She's girl. literally the only woman in the movie. She's the only yeah. woman in the movie, and you're also like she's definitely seen an iPhone. Have you seen those things about how it's like? Has this person seen an iPhone? They'll just show you two pictures, and you're like, you can just tell which which kid has seen an iPhone, like. I don't know what you mean by seeing an iPhone. Okay, I'll give you two actors, and I'll tell you, and then you guess which one, based on their faces, has seen an iPhone. Okay, the first one is <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Okay. And the second one is uh, the guy from um, Euphoria, the Jacob Bellorty. Oh, the the bad guy from yeah, Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have they seen an iPhone? Who's got Who's got iPhone face out of those two? I don't know what that means. <laughs> we're gonna just, we're gonna figure this out on the next episode of Real Rotten. Uh, we're gonna keep moving here in this one. Uh, I have a Bobich like the first iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the question is. We're uh, we're gonna offline about this. We're gonna we're gonna re- regroup. We're gonna uh, destroy the machine. 
<laughs> I'm a bad bitch played Arena. We got Robert Maser as Alexi, and we got Stephanie Kurtzber, Kurtzuba Kurtzuba. as Le- as his wife, as the fake Leanne. Oh, I feel really bad for Leanne. Uh, she she did yeah. get, she did get in the movie, so good for her there. Yeah, she's barely in the movie. Maybe she <laughs> maybe she didn't want to be the the main wife. Maybe. She didn't want to be the wife. He kisses the other wife. I don't know <laughs> in front of his wife. <laughs> he doesn't French her though. So I mean. I would have. Oh, no. I would. Yeah, at the end, they do French. Oh, I don't. They have. They have a nice long. I kiss. cut. I cut that part out uh, of my life because <laughs> I. I really appreciate the happy marriage that Leanne and Bert in real life have. They do have a nice happy marriage in real life. Appa- that woman's great. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Bert was really nervous about the kiss at the end, and the only reason he went through with it is because Leanne is like, "You're acting." And then I guess Bert realized this is real. First take of the kiss. Yeah, exactly. After the first take of the kiss, he realized he wasn't wearing underwear underneath his sweatpants. So he asked the director if he could do a costume change. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, that's a penis joke. It's a penis joke. I like that your Bert impression is that very specific high voice. It's impression. that's the only Bert. That's the only Bert. No, he's impression. got the yelling. Yeah. He's, he's the yelling Bert. He's the other one. He yells. Hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. There's two Berts. Oh, there's oh, yeah. You got to talk with your nose. That's that's how Bert. I don't think that's true. Um. Uh. Yeah. Release date. Memorial Day weekend of of the of the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's it's rentable now on demand. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be Podcap. Uh, I'm sure it'll be streaming very soon. Yeah, I hope so. One uh, can only hope. I was hoping it was streaming right before we did this podcast. Maybe but, it will. You know, but uh, we did see it in theaters. We gave our money to Bert, so good for Bert. Yeah, thanks AMC Stubbs. Appreciate that. Rated R, hour and fifty two minutes. So we got a bone to pick with that hour and fifty two minutes. I would say seven minutes too long. Technically, 22 minutes too long, but I would say at least seven minutes. And all of it is the callback to the story. Like all of it is that's you think that's the too long. That's too much beef. Yeah, you're putting up you're putting up too much thing. Like put up the highlights of the story. If you're going to do a callback to it being a bit and him making Burt Kreischer the machine, which leads to him being recognized in Russia and getting captured. Yeah, make that 90 seconds. That's all we need is 90 seconds, though. Uh, we don't need, like, don't need oh, that. hey, you're on YouTube. Oh, hey, you're on Two Bears, One Cave. Oh, hey, you're you're not. Oh, you're talking about you're talking the, about the beginning of the movie. The beginning of the movie. Literally, yeah. the beginning of the movie. You can cut five to seven minutes. The beginning out of, of the movie was, it, it was 20 minutes before he got picked up for the birthday party. And I was like, wait, I was like, <laughs> what direction is this movie yeah. going to go? I didn't, knew nothing about it uh, beforehand. I thought that the multiple relationships, like, if it, if it was just the dad storyline with Mark Hamill, because a lot of Burt Kreischer yeah. fans know the dude had a tough relationship with his dad. Okay, that, I think that's, that's, a, that's a future story. question that I have for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I think the whole daughter relationship thing, I think that just threw like too many loops into this one for you guys. Yeah, there's too many like BC storylines. Well, there's, the there's the relationship him and his wife. There's him and his daughter. There's him and his dad. I get the-, the him, him and his girlfriend on the train. Yeah, like I get the him and his- Yes, that <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> the, a girl who was like, probably saw her her likeness in this movie and was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> you, you goddamn son of a bitch. He never gave me back that piece of jewelry. Yeah, she so was probably like, I was never really that into you. You never got that watch back? <laughs> he was like, I was not going to have sex with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, she was one of the first people I thought What did they call that? You ran away from a for sure thing? Like, that, <laughs> that just rubs yeah. me the wrong way. 
<laughs> but I, I do agree with you there. Uh, we're going to get to our Are You For Reals. But before we do that, it is time for taglines. Uh, to be a hero, it takes a lot of gut. Ah, because he's a fat guy. Yeah, that's a good that's a good tagline. <laughs> he's funny because he's fat. That's a good tagline. Um, do you have a tagline, Stephen? Yeah, my tagline was, uh, here's a bit of a story. That, 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 yeah, that. story's a bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I get that. I yeah. get that. Here's a bit of a story. Uh, Eric, tag, you're it. It's a tough one. If La La Land didn't go to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> If La La Land didn't go to rehab, this I like it. Uh, you've heard of the machine. You've heard of the machine. <laughs> no, I just didn't. I didn't finish my thought. Yeah, I thought, I, thought my, I, thought my, I thought my brain was gonna finish that for me, and my brain decided not to finish that at all. So uh, I guess I'll go with. I got mine. If you'd need to, yeah, go ahead, KJX. Uh, love birds. Love birds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I got mine. Go ahead. Russian drunk is different than regular drunk. Mm. That's not terrible. I could see that in the Russian uh, In the Russian uh, font. Block. Yeah, 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 blocking, yeah. whatever. This movie uh, only made $275,000 overseas, so the Russians didn't quite get out to see it. Wait, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> also, the Russians, maybe not. they're not allowed to leave. I think... The answer to your question earlier, Eric, about uh, his friends not being in the movie, they probably couldn't get to Russia. Was this filmed in Russia? It was filmed in Serbia. In Serbia. Yeah. You think Joey Diaz is going to Serbia? I I fucking doubt it. (laughs) He ain't in his house in Jersey ever again. I ain't leaving ever with New Jersey for nothing. (laughs) That dude has a felony, man. I got warrants. I ain't going to fucking Serbia. (laughs) Uh, Plot keywords. Nickname. That makes sense. Dark comedy. I don't know. Uh, quirky comedy. Dark, dark. Yeah, there's dark moments. Uh, quirky comedy. Quirky. <laughs> not more dark than quirky, but okay. okay more dark than quirky. Uh, one person army action. I am IG. And uh, F word. Is there a lot of F bombs in this movie? I don't movie? think so. It didn't seem really. like it. Alex, uh, can you look up how many times the F word was used in the machine? I think we're going to have to play a new uh, new game just invented for this episode. Uh, replace a keyword. What are you going to replace F word with? Uh, I'm going to replace F word with um, Urkel. Urkel. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a good keyword. That, that clue people in. I'm going to go train robbery. Train, mine. train robbery is good. I mean, yeah. there's there's a, the quintessential train robbery movie, and then there's everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Budget. It costs one. To... You got one? Yeah. What's Eric? your keyword, Eric? I think I'd have to go in Russian accent, man titty. Man titty. Yeah. <laughs> They well, did. They did make a lot of man boob <laughs> a jokes. A lot of man boob jokes. He doesn't really have that big of man boobs. If we're being it's honest, it's more the gut. Yeah, it's more the gut than the breasts. Is it? I mean, this is coming from a guy who has some serious man boobs. Like, I, I need a B. I need a B cup. I'm down to a B cup over here, folks. <laughs> well, that's good. So I wasn't able. Hey, yo, I wasn't able to find <laughs> how many times they say the f word, but I went to parentpreviews.com. Okay, oh, good. D. This gets a D. A D. Um, across the board. Hey, so that's it says profanity. There are 84 sexual expletives, 34 scatological curses, and frequent use of mild curses. There okay. is near constant use of terms of deity. So let's say 80. 
let's just say 80 times yeah, 80, the F, 80. F word was yeah, used. Yeah, 80 F That's I not a lot. Shit. I think they said shit a lot is what more. Well, I think that's what the scattle humor is. Yeah, yeah, scat humor, you know. Yeah, the logical. Okay, that's a good word to remember. <laughs> Scatological, yeah. I actually majored Scatological terms. I actually I majored in scatologically uh, when I went to Chico State. People don't know that. Is that so that's where scat comes from. Yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, we're having fun here, folks. Um, 20, yeah, twenty million dollars this movie cost to make. That was the budget. That's not a bad budget for a, for what what we watched. This movie is going to make that back. Uh, if this was the DVD era, this movie would have made a billion times that. Absolutely. Uh, well, probably not, five dollars DVD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is in the Walmart bucket for sure. Yeah. Well, the box office take wasn't strong for one reason or another, uh, mainly because the fact that it competed with the Little Mermaid, uh, Transformers, uh, uh, Spider Verse, and then what every, was the other? <laughs> every movie, gets, every machines. blockbuster, back to back. Every movie gets knocked out of theaters. I mean, they get moved to to one or two showings a day almost immediately because there's so many movies being released yeah. this summer. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. all because of the blockbuster. It, it, it was a, it was a blockbuster uh, cannon fodder. I said last year that uh, we were having a cruel summer, Banana Rama. This year, yeah. cruel summer, Banana Rama. It's a cruel, cruel summer out there, folks. Yeah, it's, they know it. Be, people are taking full advantage people of going are saying, movies. People are saying uh, it did gross ten million dollars, uh, or ten point seven, and ten point two of that was domestically, uh, or ten point five of that was domestically, and then ten point two, and then two five six. I think point two five six, yeah. Point two five six was uh, international. So the Russians, <laughs> they played it on one screen. Yeah, all the ones who who met Bert back in the it was day. all during military leave. Maybe <laughs> well, Russia's going through a little bit of stuff right now, folks. I don't know if you know anything about it, that, but uh, who cares? <laughs> who cares is a good good word for it. Uh, trivia, Eric. Did you have any trivia you wanted to drop on us from this uh, movie? You 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 probably have um, a lot, some more context than we do. Yeah, well, I think the easiest one is like Leanne's, Leanne's in the movie. We kind of all said it, right? And probably one of the funniest quotes in the, or funniest lines in the movie, which we'll get to, is between them. But I think the biggest one that some people know this isn't the first time that Bert's life has been depicted on the major screen. For people that don't know, right? April yeah. 17th, 1997, Rolling Stones goes out to Florida State to cover one of the biggest party schools in the nation. It's tagged up with with the article, Bert Kreischer, the undergrad, which gets optioned by Oliver Stone's production company. And then nothing happens, gets shelved. Later, a writer from the Oliver Stone's team goes over to National Lampoons. And the next thing we know, we have Van Wilder starring Ryan Reynolds based loosely off Bert Kreischer's life. Past episode. Future contender. Yeah, no, we haven't done Van Wilder. No, we've yeah. done it. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. No, we haven't. We've been just. We've been. Uh, oh, that's right. Me and Nick are just fucking not remembering this. We've been threatening to do Van Wilder yeah. for a long time. I swore we've done it. We haven't done it's Van Wilder yet. Wow. It's been. Uh, it's been on the docket. We're saving Van Wilder for a special for a special day. But Eric, you're absolutely right. It, yeah. That, that is. Uh, he has two movies made about his life. How many people have that? I mean, most people have one movie made about. Multiple parts of the life. JFK. Uh, he's had a couple movies made about his life. Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah, JFK. Yeah, Martin Luther King. Got Gandhi. Bird's still alive. Yeah. Bird's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got still that going for him. Michael Collins. <laughs> Rob Roy. <laughs> 
William Wallace. No, they've all had one movie made about him. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, yeah it's just one. He's already got one more movie than William Wallace fucking has. <laughs> I, I liked uh, that part of that story was um, two of the writers from Oliver Stone, they, they brought him to like a hotel room. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we got to finish this, this story. Like this movie needs an ending. Let's let's they laid out all this cocaine on the table and they all started doing cocaine together. And then Bert was like, they're trying to kill me. I think they're going to push me off the balcony of this hotel and then it's going to be the end of their movie. And then he got out of there, and that's what he thinks to this day. He thinks that the two writers yeah. from Oliver Stone were trying to kill him. Bert, uh, for the longest time, thinks he was going to get Chris Farley that night, and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure that was the cocaine talking and him being very paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was also no, it's like- also cocaine-induced <laughs> paranoia, but you know, neither, that's neither here nor there. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. So, wait, so is there a conspiracy theory that Chris Farley was murdered? Uh, 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 yeah, by uh, cocaine. Look into it. Yeah. <laughs> look into it. <laughs> okay, Eddie Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, more like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, more like Johnny. Another good piece of trivia on this, too, is like, Bert totally credits Joe Rogan for this whole machine story. Because I don't know if it was the Joe Rogan podcast, but apparently Bert told this story to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan told him, like, Dude, yeah, this needs to be one of your bits. That was like the first time he went on Joe Rogan. That was like the one of the main. That was the main like viral reason for the quote unquote Rogan bump. Is you go on and you tell like your crazy story and people download it a million times and basically you turn into Bert. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Just get on Joe Rogan, man. Yeah, speaking of the Rogan bump, I did one of those, and no, I think somebody's trying to kill me. <laughs> Someone's trying to kill me with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Movie plot, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you want me to read this? I got it. Burt Crusher rose to fame as a stand-up comedian known as The Machine. And in his signature set, he recounts his true experience with Russian mobsters while on a booze-soaked college trip. Now, 23 years later, that trip has come back to haunt him as he and his estranged father, played by Mark Hamill, are kidnapped back to Russia by the mob to atone for something that they said say he did. Together, Bert and his father must retrace the steps of his younger self, played by Demi- Jimmy Chatro, and in the midst of a war within a sociopathic crime family, all while attempting to find common ground in their often fraught relationship. Sure. Thumbs it up. Well, thanks. Th- yeah, stop your applause, guys. Theatrics. Okay. Theatrics. Um, yeah, whatever. I guess that's a story. That's the one way to create a movie based off of a, 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 an anecdotal story. Eric, wh- Eric, when you found out they were making a movie about this, did you think that they were going to do... How did you think they were going to do it? Do you think they were going to redo the story, or did you think that they were going to like pro- progress the story? I, I literally thought it was going to be more of a flashback type thing. Like I think I thought it was going to be a lot of Jimmy Tatro and a lot of Bert in college, starting with him at Florida State. And when I, I think when they first showed the trailer, it kind of more hinted more towards that. Uh, I was kind of surprised that they really turned it into this like fictional you know storyline based off his joke which i thought was great but i, I didn't think they're gonna take that route i thought yeah, yeah I, would, I would agree with you. i thought it was gonna be a flashback of, of the, whole the whole story, story. yeah and, and maybe like birds yeah. telling birds telling it to somebody as it's yeah happening. it's like campfire story yeah and then you keep going back and then there's like revelations as you go i think this is probably a more creative way to tell the story i would it have been better to go full flashback maybe that probably had to have been draft 
and then somebody talked him out of it. I think you maybe I mean? maybe yeah. they were like, people that are coming to see this movie are seeing it for Bert, and if we don't put Bert in most of this movie, yeah, that's good point. Then what are we doing here? Should they have just done the Irishman and just made Bert like appear to be twenty two years old? <laughs> I think they should have done the Irishman, but like retell the whole story. But Bert plays himself, yeah, twenty three years ago, yeah. yeah. And don't de-age him at all. Just have him be old still. Yeah. But everybody's like, "Hey, you're, you're be- so buff. You're a beautiful twenty three year old kid. <laughs> you're not fat at all. Unlike your best friend Tom." <laughs> I thought that would have Crazy been enough. hilarious. Yeah, crazy enough. I guess the original script idea he had was not going to be Bert and his dad. It was supposed to be Bert and a friend get kidnapped. Mm. Which, from what they're saying on Two Bears One Kid, is more likely going to be Bert and Tom get kidnapped. But then they decided, well, we need a storyline with a relationship, so let's bring in your dad. And then I guess, apparently, depending on how good this movie goes, we might get Bert and Tom in their next feature film. Which all of us cannot wait for. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Astronaut. Pins and needles. Oh yeah, oh, fat astronaut. Fat yeah. astronauts. <laughs> yeah, that's a real movie that that is greenlit, by the way. Really. Starring Tom Zagura. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a. Which Tom has to get that for. It's gonna be a hundred million dollar film. Oh, that's really me? got Ernest goes to space vibes. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm kind of into it. Future contender. <laughs> Once I make it. No, you say. Yeah. You just say Ernest, and then you say future contender, and we went through this already. Ernest has a couple that are way over the line. Yeah, he's he's got he, he's all positive. Yeah, Ernest stays positive. I'm sorry. Uh, Eric, can you tell me? So I'm going to start with my my biggest. Are you for real? And it was definitely the forced father son stuff. What yeah. you just mentioned. Um, that relationship was never established during the entire. Film. I had no idea. I mean. The only thing you got from it was like, yeah, my dad rags on me all the time and has since I was a kid. And then he shows up to the party, but he's really just being like, I'm hanging out. I'm grandpa. Kind of like a fun crotchety dad. And, and like a I'm good- Uncle Grandpa over here. <laughs> Uncle Billy, Uncle Baby <laughs> Billy. Classic Uncle Baby Billy <laughs> stuff from Mark Hamill in this movie. And I really appreciated it. <laughs> but so that is that is a big part of his stand up. Like his stand-up personality is his his daddy issues. Not not necessarily, but here's here's the kicker in the, in the film. His dad's like a regional carpet salesman. In real life, his dad's like a executive, or he was in the either in the is government or he was like yeah, in the, it's like a lawyer or some. He was like a government lawyer. A, he was like a high dollar. Yeah, oh no, a, he he was one of the lawyers for the Scientology Center of Clearwater, which is why they lived yeah. in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Wild oh, shit. He's wow. also uh, yeah. he was also a lawyer for the Hell's Angels, which yeah. is like he was a defense so attorney yeah. for all the coolest people, you know, like the Scientologists <laughs> and the fucking Hell's Angels, fucking oh for the boa constrictors living in the Everglades. Like we're getting a bad rap. Yeah, uh, the Force Father Son issues, the way that it didn't develop in the movie at all. But there's there's a lot of backstory, and they they have like the fake Bert. I think it's because uh, I recently did go see Eric in, in Texas, and we did uh, we did ingest some Burt comedy. The way he talks in real life is like how he he talked on his in the, throughout the whole movie, where you can tell that his his issues are either already solved or that they are. So him mm-hmm. him doing them in the movie, you could tell he was like trying to get something back. But really, yeah. he's already worked past like a lot of this stuff. It's yeah. kind of the feeling that you got a lot of he, catharsis. Yeah, he's already like pretty open about everything, and like he's he, he he talks about it all in in a past tense that you couldn't quite get out of the way he said it in the movie. He does talk about himself a lot. 
so that's for sure. Well, yeah, he only knows him. Is <laughs> hey, he knows himself. Yeah. <laughs> but so that that was it for me. But Steve, what was your biggest idea for real? Um. So the the true story takes place in 1990. This apparently is supposed to take place in 1996. But still, the timeline of references that the old Bert uses on the train were so like out of out of the timeline. Because he mentions Austin Powers. He mentions a lot of things that happened in the late 90s. Yeah. But this didn't happen in the late 90s. So it either happened in 95, 96, or it happened in 1990. And it was so, like, the present time and the past time were so ambiguous. Um, Could he not remember? He just couldn't remember? I mean, that could be it, but that even wasn't established. Like, he he wasn't even being a good, bad narrator, and he was just doing random narrations. Because if 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 that was the case, someone in the movie would have called out, "Wait a minute, Austin Butters came out in 1998." You know? No, but the first one came out in '96. Baby, still, that's not that's not 25 years. Is that why they 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 moved? That's 27. They moved it from 90 to 96, is so that the first Austin Powers could be. Maybe, but, but did it ever say ninety six? Because this mo- when is the, when is the present time? Is it twenty twenty three or is it twenty twenty one? Is yeah, that took place in two thousand because it said twenty three years later. Exactly. So maybe they were so just. It but it was never shocked. established that this is the year two thousand. The the train part because Bert is no, it's over forty five. It does say that in the trailer. You play play that trailer back again. It'll say something he did. It didn't say it in the movie. Ago. Is what I'm saying. Like it wasn't. They didn't oh, yeah, establish yeah. a timeline in the movie. Like it doesn't say. Pre- it doesn't oh, yeah, say yeah, present yeah, yeah. day. Yeah, you didn't know that going into it. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. You. It just said like when. Well, the pacing was atrocious in this movie. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, you know, like, the, he yeah. had to edit edit a shit sandwich. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they really did the best they could because there was some great, like, cinematography and editing, like, tricks they did. Yeah, the majority of the budget went into the action sequences, not necessarily in the plot driving mechanisms. I mean, if I was there, that would be 100% where I spend my money. Of yeah. course, you cannot make a good movie. It's Peter Tensio, he's the he's the guy he's that's the king of action. He's the guy that did Keanu. He Come actually, on, Keanu is the exact same way. Keanu, <laughs> Keanu was a lot of good action with like, the, but there was uh, some good comedy bad, in between. Bad payoff. Yeah. That, I yeah, imagine that's payoff. still a lot better. <laughs> yeah, Key and Peele wrote that. <laughs> Keanu was just okay. Keanu was pretty good. It was fine. Pretty okay. They really overdid the. They were like, Keanu's in the movie. Keanu's in the movie, and he voices the cat. But then he just he. You can't even know. You don't even know it's the cat. Yeah, he doesn't say, he, it's not even. He doesn't even give you like I am Groot yeah. level of voice acting. Less than Groot. Less than Groot. He plays it super serious. That's Keanu just being yeah, a professional. Yeah, classic Keanu. He was like, so I'm a cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, God, oh, be serious. like, oh fuck, he's thinking too much about be it. Be serious, my like cat. <laughs> no, don't think my less. Cat. <laughs> my cat. My uh, cat. <laughs> Uh, my last argue for real moment is him surviving the final shootout. Like apparently he just goes sicko mode in the final sequence and just like, oh, I know how to carry a roulette table like a shield. I know how to drop kick people. I thought that was great. Uh, he didn't do that the whole movie. Yeah. Give yeah. me a Popeye moment where he drinks his spinach, yes. like where he drinks a bottle of vodka and he punches people out. Like elude that along to the entire storyline so I can buy to, into that third to, act. They tried to do I that. thought they had that. Yeah, they had that in the in the hotel or whatever. Like, yeah. No, they had it the first time that he was trying to remember things on the train. But that was him remembering things. Was him like combating people and drop kicking people and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw this fucking roulette table and take your head off." Yeah, <laughs> that reminded me. That reminded me of. That reminded me of, of that. Fest, 
when that guy drank Goldschlager to remember where the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh, Still don't remember. That's Eric. That's Eric. That's Eric. You just gotta feed him liquor and he'll he'll unlock like the book of secrets for you. It's like Peter on uh, yeah, Peter on Family Eric, Guy when he, he can only play the piano beautifully yeah, when he's, when like, he's hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Real- <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Real good stuff, Nick. What's your moment? Or Eric, did you have a before we get to the what worked? Did you have a Are you for real? Like what didn't work for you in the movie? Yeah, I'm agreeing with a lot of you guys. I thought the focal point of the film, like solving the relationship between Bert and his dad, which ties into that huge action sequence, which is just kind of like a little too much, man. Like even for Michael Bay standards, like it was a very Star Wars stormtrooper moment where it's like you tell me all these guys are. Russian gangsters and they can't shoot machine guns for yeah. shit. Yeah. Like this dude's a pretty big target. And uh, also <laughs> yeah. how yeah. they how they played like all the stuff that was stolen from the train ended up getting back to Igor somehow. Like that just didn't make sense to me. Like no. I felt like, well if a Russian gangster stole all this shit, how does Igor have it? You, you get what I'm saying? Right. No, the whole plot line of the watch was just bewildering to me. It's like you're getting robbed on a Moscow train and you're trying to track down this one watch. Like that one watch either has been melted down 20 twi- 20 times over or or it's it's been gone in the wayside from somebody else's dead hands. It's a classic MacGuffin issue. Like the MacGuffin was yeah. too small on this. Yeah. One. I left a pair of headphones on an airplane. I went and I tried to went back and getting it 5 minutes later totally gone. <laughs> Missing. It's like that you're never like seeing that fucking watch again. I took a guy's headphones yeah. on the airplane just last uh, time, but I I tried to return it to him but he he literally boarded the plane and then I f- saw his headphones and I was like Okay, looks like I got a new pair of headphones. New pair of You can't AirPods? leave the plane yet. No, no, no. Oh, oh, another, another. Um, you know, like you were talking about the timeline. It's in the middle of the um, AirPod story, but even <laughs> fucking they played Nookie by Limp Bizkit. That was a '99. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So it took yeah. place in 2000. Yeah. It took place in 2000. It had to have. Yeah. But they didn't say that in the entire film. Whatever. That made me laugh when he was like, let me show you American culture. And yeah. they played Nookie. But, but just, Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, Russians yeah. love the uh, love the Limp Bizkit. Yeah. They're, they're, they did it all for the Nookie, dude. Shout out to Limp Bizkit, the lizard. They're back. It's the Limp Bizkit songs in 2022, for sure. Oh, they're back? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, selling, they're selling out convention no- centers. Everybody held their nose up to new metal back. Well, Fred Durst, our guy who, uh, who ran... Who did one of the movies on our podcast? He's he he directed. Oh yeah, he did uh, the fanatic, fanatic featuring yeah. John Travolta. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also did. So, yeah. Shout out to Fred. Oh, yeah, Fred. Fred's not dead. Um, real, real good, good stuff. Real Nick. good stuff. Uh, I loved. I like when somebody accidentally succeeds in something, especially <laughs> when it's murder. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I thought it. I enjoyed like, that. Like three of the five times that I laughed out loud, or three of like maybe the six or seven times I laughed out loud was definitely him doing. At it. least half. Yeah. Yeah. At least half of where were the accidental murders where he shoots the guy in the head. And he didn't. He didn't act like he had it together or anything. He was just like, "Did you see that freak occurrence yeah. that just happened? <laughs> Did anybody else witness this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, him like sticking his fist through the slit slit throat. Oh, <laughs> that was God. that was pretty good. <laughs> I really Did really I appreciate that? it. Yeah. Did I do that? We'll we'll get into it. That, that was. 
actually they they built the whole movie around that. The only I'm, good part about the plot driver, speaking of real good things, was the the bad guy levels. So they went to the hotel, and then there was the, your big bad of the of the hotel level, and then yeah. you had your big bad on the train, yeah. and then you had your big bad at the casino. Like I, I like that. That was a that and was an okay plot driver. You had Arena the whole time, like kind of guiding you through it in like a good way. She, she was a Navi yeah, of yeah. Uh, Ocarina of Time Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciated that. The way of the water, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's Navi. Navi. Um, who worked for you, Nick, in this oh, movie? Uh, oh yeah, Eric. Eric, uh, sorry. Yeah, some other, some more good stuff. Okay, there's, what, there's, what do you got? What else you got, Eric? I, uh, I think I'd have to say so. Like typical like stand-up comedy fashion it's probably the one-liners that were constantly dropped right so i think it was the beginning with him walking by leanne and Leanne's like oh bert what no beer in your hand i think Bert's response was oh what no husband or something like that, that <laughs> oh i didn't catch good. that that was a good one that's a good line and then i think uh the tom segura easter eggs you know i, I don't know if you guys noticed it, I, but I noticed the, one Tom's fat. yeah the yeah, thomas fat good. on like the uh, highway overpass that was a good one yeah that was a good one. And then when he's explaining, mm. again, going back to like a plot that I just didn't really get, the whole daughter live streaming her getting arrested. Yeah, going viral <laughs> for being drunk next yeah. to the cop, which I thought was a real story, but See, I, I, I guess that I was, was not a – but I that was, was a true story that he get, did get pulled over. It just wasn't posted on during, video. During a live stream. No, he got, yeah. it, it happened during a live stream. His daughter wasn't there and didn't get arrested. That's he, what didn't happen. Yes, that that's what it was. Which is a really weird thing to add to the story. That's – yeah. I was just like, yeah. I looked it up after, and I was like, "Did this shit really happen?" And then it turned out it did, but not to the extent. And like, neither yeah. of his daughters, yeah. daughters ever got arrested. And I was like, "Why would you add that in the story?" Yeah. <laughs> I guess they just needed to up the stakes of stuff, yeah, but. just to make him feel like a piece of shit. But hey, I, I mean, I, I guess getting pulled over doesn't make you feel like a piece of shit for being drunk, anyways. Yeah. Father of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and the therapist scene in the beginning, I thought that was actually pretty funny with the whole interaction with his family. Cause I think that's like, if you listen to Bert on the podcast, that's a total Bert move Yeah, where he takes something that anyone should be doing with their life is like a regular thing. Like, yeah, you should go to work. Yeah. You should have a job. Yeah. You shouldn't be shit faced 90% of your time of your life. <laughs> and he's trying to spin it off as like, I'm doing so great right now. Yeah. We're doing <laughs> great things right now. I'm paying, I'm paying for that cell phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Hamill yelled something at the end of the movie that got a laugh out of everybody that I can't quite remember. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, um, your mother's your mother's more of a missionary gal. <laughs> did he say that? Oh, I did not yeah, catch that in the movie at all. That Russian hooker, and she's like, "Wow, she was way different than your mother." Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, I remember now. Why I don't remember that? It really blacked it out. Of that. <laughs> uh, who worked and who did not work? I'm going to say Jimmy Tatro works as an idea as young Bert. I agree. And had you made the movie more about him or less about it, I don't really know. what. Obviously, he'd be the better leading man. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's an actual actor, first of all. Yeah. uh, Or at least not trained actor, but a better actor (laughs) than Bert. Better. He's capable of being not just Jimmy Tatro, even though he does do the the pretty much the same. Look, I'm Jimmy Tatro. I'm going to drink this vodka. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's Jimmy Tatro. Uh, oh, back to the real good stuff. Yeah, the Jimmy Jimmy stuff of him reenacting all the stuff 
from the nineties. Him being Austin Powers. Him being Austin Powers. Him doing the yeah. uh Doctor Evil. It was easy for him because he didn't have to do it well too. That right. was the other good part. It's I'm like... only referencing things that happened before I was born. <laughs> yeah. That that was Jimmy acting. Well, the interaction after he eats the pop brownie. How did you guys feel about that? Did you feel like that was real good stuff with him? speaking to his younger self or do you feel like that was just that was okay i like the the little uh marvel astral plane callback sort of thing i did like that i thought yeah. that it was okay i thought they should have made it mushrooms pop brownies yeah make, not... yeah make it mushrooms because that that's technically more viable in russia than the marijuana is that true oh yeah maybe mushrooms because of the northern climate i did like that it would hold that longer though <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah it was just like it, yeah it's just still it's just still there after, i haven't had a brownie after 20 years older than a month <laughs> <laughs> oh i accidentally ate a gummy at a baseball game recently and it, it really, how old was that gummy it really messed me up uh, it was just a plane flight old, but a couple, <laughs> what's a plane flight? <laughs> maybe a couple weeks. <laughs> it was not out of uh, spunk yet, so uh, yeah. I guess I could see how this could happen. <laughs> I actually liked Igor too. I'll I'll, I'll give I think Igor's okay. The main Igor, I thought he was. I thought he did a pretty solid. The job. the OG Igor, the Igor yeah. from the train robbery, e- more than yeah. the a present Igor. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, 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 Oleg Taktorov. I thought he did. I uh, thought he did. he was probably my favorite. I was just gonna say that. Dude, Oleg Taktorov, man, Rollerball, National Treasure, yeah. Predators, Air Force One, Bad That's Boys. That's right. Team. He's in the Predators. Dude is back. Yeah, Bird fisted his throat too. Damn. How, how do we not even mention him in the in the cast? I know. I, I was gonna mention something, but I, oh, I wow. just omitted. You really it. fucked up there. You know what? Oleg wants to be on the out and out. You know, you don't want to be involved in American. Well, now politi- we're shouting out Oleg, so I don't care anymore. It, Oleg, it's oh, it's because Oleg's picture is him as a youth yeah, on as IMDb a, as a youth. Him, <laughs> yeah. him winning the title in 1996, yeah, yeah, ultimate, yeah. ultimate title. Uh, <laughs> Eric, who, uh, who worked for you? Uh, I'd have to agree. Jimmy Tatro, I thought was a really great cast. Uh, Igor, uh, young Igor, I thought was really great. Storyline was a little weird. I thought he played it well. Yeah. Um. You know, Mark Hamill, I really, really want to say it worked for me. But mm, I think at the same. end of the day, it's just mixed feelings on it, man. I don't know if it's just because we grew up seeing him as Luke Skywalker and then hearing him as the voice of the Joker. I expected a lot more, I honestly. I, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, throw, throw out someone else that you guys could have thought would have been a better father figure. A better father figure for him um, at this time would probably be like... It'd be weird to say, but he does look like a defense attorney rather than a carpet salesman, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, yeah, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin would have been good. Uh, Bert, I'm disappointed in you, Bert. <laughs> um, that or or even like Michael Keaton. Like Michael Keaton has comedic chops to where he'd do that, but I feel like he's too big to be doing this role now. So so maybe maybe that's that's the limitation there. Yeah, Alec is the guy. Or just throw a curveball and put like Samuel L. Jackson in there. Like, <laughs> As your adopted father, <laughs> I must say that you keep, keep fucking up. <laughs> uh, if J- if Jimmy Conn was still alive, yeah, James. James was a little Ooh. too old. Maybe a little too. Maybe, maybe Henry. Maybe a little too old. Maybe yeah. a little Henry Winkler action. Uh, too nice. Too nice. He could have been uh, excessively uh, harsh. Uh, I don't know. I would have appreciated that. Capable of doing it. Oh yeah. Bad Gene. Bad Gene Kuznow. Um, who didn't work for you, uh, Eric? Uh, uh, man. That's a tough one. I 
think the overall big bad I forgot the, the what was it the oldest brother Alexi not too yeah not too bad but I I think we could have went with someone else someone I agree. a little bigger I agree. Some yeah. little batter. Yeah. Alexi. You know who would have been a better Alexi is the uh the the bad guy either Victor Crom from Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. Or um, oh, yeah, yeah. or the Has bad guy done anything since then. That's the thing. It would have brought him your, back. Shut your mouth. Victor Crom is on. He's done a cameo for my sister for her birthday. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> Or the bad guy uh the Drago's son from Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor yeah, Drago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, is it Victor Drago? Those, he was just in Creed Three. That's all he's got. Going one of those on. ice, or one of those eyesight Australians. What's the guy's name from fucking Warrior? Like they, they could, they'd look Russian. Joel, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, Joel Edgerton. <laughs> no. Or the other guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> just, just no. Well, could you imagine Joel Edgerton in this movie as the big really, bad? It would really. <laughs> I can see it with the shape. Jason head. Clark. Oh, I, I'm, I'm yeah. here to take you a watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I disagree, but I do agree with you, Eric. That Alexi is the be- is the worst part of the about this movie. It's just, yeah, it's just not memorable. A not a memorable bad guy. No, just a whatever yeah, bad guy. Oh, you know, the Theon would have been good because he was good as uh, in the as the bad in the first John Wick, and he played oh, a yeah. good Russian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 the, the the Theon's uncle in John Wick Two. That guy's the ultimate bad. Like he Peter Stormare. He's too yeah. old. Yeah. Too motherfucking too old. old. Too old. Oh, he could have been the dad then. Because the they're all competing to take over for the dad. For the right? dad, that's so like, he could have been like, a cameo as the dad, that would have been good. That's like yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Do, do you know what would have worked? Or if Boris the Bullet Dodger. Pull, yeah. Ooh, that's taking two. If they were able to pull a big like A list name for like the big bad, like kept it a secret to the end and then like with like a Kit Harrington or something. I think that would have made the movie. Kit Harrington just shows up wearing like a wearing old makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, or not the dad, but like Alexi's character. Oh, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I I would uh, if Kit Harrington ended up being Alexi and they kept his secret until the end and they revealed it as like the cameo. I would be like, you. I would tell people you have to go see this movie yeah. for this for the plot right? twist alone. And he's like got a bald cap on, like in a scar below his like yeah. eye or something. I'd yeah. be like, but. He be short that's his only issue yeah he's, he's short king hey you know so is putin uh, <laughs> a, good da- a good dad recast man kevin spacey i heard he's making a oh <laughs> he might be he might that be was a really that was a really dumb plot point the the knife thing too the whole like oh i gave you my knife <laughs> oh, I gave oh you yeah knife. you lost my knife uh that's subplot number q oh <laughs> in this fucking they, movie they were just trying to trying to think of anything to go between a father and son and he right. was like oh i gave you this knife but i made a replica of it but i'm still gonna give you shit about i gave it. you the fake knife as a test god yeah. stupid uh replace a so punch drunk it, lover was this movie just trying too hard maybe movie d- went a no. lot of ways and didn't execute in any of those ways. which okay. is Bert Kreischer's brand yeah. trying too hard yeah i guess uh, <laughs> replace this with the punch drunk lover so either pta directs it or you replace any actor with philip seymour hoffman adam sandler emily watson Luis guzman i would love for this to be a pta directed movie just to be like yeah. it's just present it's it's one it's one shot of him like in 
a coffee shop talking with his dad or his daughter for some reason or another, like developing this one story that changed his life. And then there's interstitials of him going back in time. And it's, but it's mostly like the back in time sequences aren't him there. You can't hear anything. It's just him narrating it. Okay. So you just see chaos the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, but it's just ba- basically Burt Kreischer talking to his daughter for like an hour. Doing and terrible half. Russian accents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm putting Sandler in the movie. Yeah. As, I'm putting Adam Sandler as the big bad. The Russian big bad. That'd be a good cameo. Let's just make it wild. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a good cameo. <laughs> Did you find my watch? <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. No, they do. A, they do a weird voice battle. You don't have your watch. <laughs> oh, I think you do. <laughs> Dumb shit like that. Uh, Eric, who you're replacing? How about you, Dodo? Dude, I don't know if I could see like a PTA with like Owen Wilson doing like a half-assed Russian accent. <laughs> wow. I'm taking it a step further. Amy Tarantino directing this, and give me Christopher Waltz. Christoph Waltz, yeah. Oh, Christopher Waltz. No, Christoph yeah. Waltz. Yeah. Christoph Waltz is my brother. I'm Christopher Waltz. Oh, the Nazi guy. Uh, He's like the fucking Jeremy Giambi. Yeah, the, so the, you just you just make this <laughs> yeah. uh, Inglorious Bastards mixed with, uh, yeah. Okay. And that it would be fun. Luis Guzman would be really funny. You would add Luis. You would add Luis. I'm Alex. your first, I'm the Cuban Ruffin boy. <laughs> I'm your Cuban Ruffin boy. I could see it if like you flipped it and you said, okay, instead of this being Burt Kreischer's story, it's Gabriel Iglesias' story. It takes place in Mexico, not Russia. Oh, that's the but, sequel. Uh, uh, the yeah. machine do El Makino. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffing the machine. That's oh my god! Yeah, that's game. that should be the game we play. We pitch the machine too, but it's just a different stand-up different comedian, com- different yeah. comedian's yeah. life story. Okay, or maybe just a movie about random comedian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do that. Speaking in, of random in comedians, just a couple minutes. But first, let's make it fresh. Uh, I think the Tarantino makes it a little fresher. We talked about it. Yeah, uh, I think. We need more of the past. More of the past, less of the quote-unquote present. More of the past, less of the present. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Less, less uh, over the, less reaching for the, the emotional core of the movie. Maybe you don't need emotions in this movie. Maybe, maybe you could just no. tell the story. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, no, you yeah. make you make this insane. You don't make this that, like that, or you make Bert the young self. I think that that would be that would be in the fifties at least on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it would make it up there. I agree. Now it's time for the top five. Top five. We're gonna do top five stand-up comedians turned actors, or or we could just do stand-up comedians and their their, uh, their um their real essentially like who are the best what? stand-up comedians as uh... actors. <laughs> I think stand-up turned uh turned actor, or act. just no just just. It's it's the same thing. It's stand up stand ups that oh, are in, yeah. That I are mean, in, we're counting yeah yeah, yeah stand ups yeah, in yeah, movies yeah. basically yeah. stand ups, but they have to have been a stand up first. Is right. This, it's really all uh, yeah. It's right. really, it's, they became a movie. Yeah, yeah really the only really the only. Uh, there's a wide list. I may yeah. say no. There's oh, a lot. There, there is. Yeah, no, there's a lot. I'll start it out. I'm not start it out. Give it. Give us your number five, Eric. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton started was out started out. Yeah, he was a he was a stand up comedian. Yeah, good point. Wow, I didn't even know that. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, Nick, you got a or uh, Nick or Alex? I'm not ready yet. Hold on. So we're doing five to one. Five to one, you you bitch. 
I got one. I, I'm going to agree. And uh, it, it, Michael Keaton's on my list. I'm going to leave him out of the number five spot. But instead, I will put in Sarah Silverman. Ooh, that's a good one. Sarah Silverman's, uh, she's a major that person on a movie, but then you realize, oh, she's been in stand-up for 25 years. Great in the late 90s, great in the early 2000s. She still makes appearances in random movies. I'll agree because she is a she's a stand, she's still a stand up first or like comedian first and then movie right. movie she's star still second. Comedian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go David Cross as my number five. DC, Ooh. Big D Cross. Okay, like pretty pro pretty prolific. You don't realize like how much shit he's done and how much range he's really shown, and also a very very solid comic. That's fair. Yeah, okay. I I, I believe that. I'm going to go whoop. The other thing that's hilarious about it is that people go to his shows thinking he's going to be like Job. Or from, not Job. Uh, what's his character in Arrested Development? I blew, my, uh, I blew myself. Like, yeah, yeah. Like They think yeah. he's going to be Tobias Funke. Tobias Funke, yeah. He's, he is not like that. His stand-up is total. It's like it's like Bob Saget. Like, you think What'd he's you oh, say? the full house guy. And then, and, then, and then you go, you're oh, like, oh, Bob my Saget. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your number five, Nick? Uh, my number five is going to be Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi's good. I like Whoopi. Uh, Oscar-winning so, actress. Oscar-winning. Uh, but but was and is a both funny, b movie star, c notorious Lothario likes to get around. <laughs> yep. Has had sex with a bunch of famous people. Bunch of people will never tell unless. She needs the money, and we'll write a book about it. Basically, but uh, I mean, I just love, I just love Whoopi's whole life is maybe one that I would like think about taking. Yeah, 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 I agree. If I had to option a life, there you go. I'm, mm, I'm optioning Whoopi's. That'd be a good life. That'd be a good. She did five. random in uh, in house DJing at K Jazz, uh, the SF Jazz Station. Wow, there you time. go, uh, Eric. What's your number four? Number four, keeping it old school. I'm gonna go with Home Improvement himself, Tim Allen. Wow, the regular, the original cocaine cowboy, Tim <laughs> Allen. We brought it all back. <laughs> Let's segue it back to cocaine, Nick. Hiss. <laughs> My dad's favorite book of all time. He'll never shut the fuck up about that book. Cocaine <laughs> Cowboy or Tim Allen's autobiography. No, the yeah, the Naked. I think is what it's called. So, like, fun fact about Tim Allen. I think it's been said, but like. He's the only person ever to have the number one movie, number one show, and number one book all in the same week. Yeah, pretty wild. Wow. Santa Claus, Home Improvement, and that book. Pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> number four, Alex. Or is it my turn? Your turn. My turn. My number four, I'm going to give it to the uh, the director savant of our time, Jordan Peele. A uh, great comedic actor uh, from my teenage years, and then he did Key and Peele in my in my college years, and now in my early uh, quote unquote grown up years, he's a, a fantastic director who can do no wrong right now. Jordan Peele, really hard to argue with. Oh, choice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's not stand up, but he did sketch comedy, so I feel like that counts. Not oh, the yeah. same. Not the same. Barely, barely counts. Not the same. Barely counts. I'm, I'm counting it. Uh, I do like that you did bring it back around to Keanu, the uh, the movie directed by Peter Otasio. Yeah, absolutely. Attention, attention. Absolutely. We're picking Keanu. Okay, Jax. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna go Richard Pryor. Dude. Richard Pryor. 
People people sleep, but he had a lot of great movies. He had um, about three. He's a big blind spot for me in movie-wise, and I, I've it's been okay. meaning to catch up you, with you, him. You really don't need to. He's, I, he's I, okay. I do. His stand-up's better. His, so, stand- his stand-up's better. Dave Chappelle is a disciple of Richard Pryor. It's not to say Rich, Dave Chappelle's turned into his own thing, but when you watch Richard Pryor, you see, oh, yeah, Chappelle, definitely. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Models his style off of Richard, like doing the white people voices and shit. That that was all Richard Pryor. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go disciple of uh, of Pryor. No, of uh, Taxi Cab Confessions. I'm going Ben Bailey, uh, stand up comedian <laughs> turned <laughs> turned cash cab <laughs> turned cash cabber. <laughs> he's not really an actor, but okay. Oh, he's not an actor. Okay, yeah. gonna, I guess I'll go Chris Rock as my number four. Chris then. Rock's a good one. Is my four. Yeah, that's a uh, good choice. Uh, underrated actor. When in his a lot of allegedly, I still haven't seen Top Five. That's supposed to be a good movie. A lot of future contenders. A lot of yeah. future contenders. Oh, that's a great movie. Very underrated movie. Is it? Okay. Top Five's like a high eighties movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm talking about no, his. Great, I'm talking about his like down to down earth, 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 head of state. Yeah, yeah, head of state. And his state was great. Watch that in my history class on election day. Underrated as yeah. hell. Go public school. <laughs> wow, 2008. <laughs> 2005. All-time, all time, like, uh, small character. Like, fucking, his character in uh, Dogma was so great. Absolutely. Um, I have the 13. The roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. The roof is on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a joke from that movie. I yeah. mean, I remember it. Uh, number one. Do are you? we on to number three? Number number three. Th- number three for you, number three for Eric. Eric, number three. Oh man, I'm trying to think if I want to go. Ah, fuck it. I'm gonna go John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, oh, yeah. our fellow Luigi. Did you guys already do past? No, no, we, no future contender. We will never do past without you. Yeah, we're never okay, doing past without you, Eric. Comedy, I had no idea. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian oh, way yeah. before he was an actor. Great, great. He actually has a really funny stand-up. Some say he even opened a door. He's like the—he's a Latin American Colin Quinn now. Like he has that show on Netflix where he talks about the Latin American history, and 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 he does those like one-man shows sort of things. Yeah, I love those kind of shows. Yeah, like he's all about like Richard Richard Wool do that did that shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. My number three. I'm gonna steal it and just say Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is a is not he's not my guy he, like my guy is kurt russell my brother's guy is michael keaton okay michael keaton is my brother will not not never watch a movie that doesn't have michael keaton in it he's all about batman he's all about multiplicity he's all about mr mom, uh, mr. He's, mom. he's all about <laughs> he just led me to it he's all about uh <laughs> the the uh birdman he loves birdman um he Man. loves Birdman still. Loves the founder. Um, yeah, he's all about Michael Keaton so much to where um, uh, one of his identity, one of his online identities, is Michael Keaton. So if you ever see Michael Keaton doing some uh, <laughs> wild, <laughs> some wild posting, you know it's my brother roll, rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Alex. I mean, just getting Michael Keaton is a good. Michael Keaton, such a, a such a great solid, Twitter name. Solid yeah. Twitter name. <laughs> I'm gonna go Chris Rock here. You're taking Chris Rock. I think it's it's weird, man. Depending on who you ask, like if you're young, you really know Chris Rock more as an actor. But it's it. I mean, like that's there's, that's the case with a lot of a lot of these. But like Chris Rock really has just now started to get back into stand. Like I don't know if you guys watch his recent special, but oh, dude, he's back. He's back to back in black. 
days Chris Rock. It's incredible. Like he's still one of the best out there for sure. So and got great acting chops. He can do drama. He can do comedy. He's great. Never forget that Jimmy Fallon played blackface to be Jimmy uh, to beat Chris Rock in uh, in the Saturday Night Live sketch. I remember oh that to this God. day. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, Which one was like that, that, uh, that or Jimmy Kimmel being Carl Malone? Uh, the Chris Rock one was a little bit bad because this was still yeah, 2001 yeah. and people were like, eh, I don't know about that, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what's your three? My three is uh, I'm just going to go off the beaten path of this one. He's he's. Mostly known for being good looking or being Australian, but he's not known for being a stand up comedian. Eric Bana. Uh, Eric Bana? Our guy, Eric Bana, he started his career as a stand up comedian. Little Waffle Stomper? I'm just, I'm just trying to bring. Is that just, why he was in Funny People? Yeah, that's why he was in Funny People. Actually, that's. Uh, I did listen to a podcast talking about. That's a about true story. Australians, and they were like, it was funny seeing him as a comedian in that movie because that's how, to Australians, he's a stand up comedian. Yeah. That's how he, that's how he got his start. So I just wanted to bring that to the world. You know, uh, not enough people know Eric Bana. Yeah, pretty before, wild. Before he was just beautiful, he was a, uh, he was. Before being Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> chopper. Oh, yeah, Chopper. Which I've heard is a must-see movie. So Apparently. We, we got we to Chopper. That guy, so yeah, that guy just up. died recently. We got Chopper. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Eric Bana? No. no, Chopper. Speaking of Eric, <laughs> Eric, you're up. You're number two. Number two, baby. Number two, Scully. We're probably our generation's greatest standard comedian. You're gonna have to throw Dave Chappelle on there, David. You're throwing Dave Chappelle on your number two. Wow. Uh, Has he done many movies outside of Half Baked? Half Baked. Yeah, Robin Hood, Men Men in Tights. tights. Uh, More screwed. More recently in uh, Star is Born. Star is Born. Yeah. Yeah, he's in like two scenes in that movie. Still in it. He's in it it more than you, dog. Vital role. He's in it more than you, dog. (laughs) That's very true. Speaking about, oh man, screwed. Steven, good call. Future contender, we're watching Screwed one day. Eric's going to be the guest. It's such a bad movie. Uh, R.I.P. Norm McDonald. R.I.P. Oh, Norm. Man. Yeah, that's Norm's oh, other movie. Vito. Literally oh, Norm's dude, other so, movie. There's, there's so, so many. There's so many. Yeah. I can't. Like, I already regret my Richard Pryor pick. Man, I should tell. Uh, what's your number one? Oh, what's Here, your number two, Steven? Yeah. Well, my number two is going to have to be. Good post- podcasting right there. Good job. Yeah, Good thank you. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, my number two is the is is would be number one if he wasn't um, if he wasn't uh, um, immortalized yet. He is yet to be immortalized, and by that I mean uh, beyond a Golden Globe winning actor. That is the one and only Jim Carrey. He's my number two. Yeah, he has to be. Number you're number two too. Like yeah, yeah. I mean he's the quintessential like uh, success story of a of a stand up comedian tur- turned um, a list Hollywood actor. Yeah. Amazing sketch performer too like great he's ske- actually more of a great sketch straight comedy, comedy. he can do any straight yeah. comedy he can do stand-up yeah. he can do sketch he can do improv he can do literally anything yeah you, you got impressionist play, you got, all you got some yeah. you got some stuff there i i have like a jim carrey type but better than jim carrey but but before i get to him i'm gonna go mine up to adam sandler sandler yeah, yeah. Solid. sandman uh, I'm surprised that's not your number one. Nick. No. It's not my number one because you know I've I had some recent feelings about my number one. And I uh, felt like I, I think we, put him in we gotta have a universal number one. It can't be. We all know where we're going. Uh, Eric, who's your number one? Speaking of which, 
Oh, you any, any notes uh, you want to give to Sandler? Uh, Sandler, yeah, uh, can do it all. He can, he, he can he, I tell straight jokes. He can actually sing and play guitar. Really like good, Jim serious Carey. actor. Yeah. So there you go. Play and and uh, all but wait, does Adam Sandler like Cannibal Corpse? The point, Jim Carrey. <laughs> and but he's also uh, also doing a new movie with the Safties again. Uh, this Safty time, moment. this time a uh, a a card collector turned crazy. It's, so it's basically just going to be. Uncut gems, but with the baseball cards. With baseball cards. Yeah, so really solid. looking forward to that. I'm really oh, looking nice. forward to like no hitters uh, being filmed <laughs> by the Safties. You're number one, Eric. Uh, before number one, because I'll do a serious one. Yeah, do an honorable, uh, mention. honorable mentions. I got two. One, Harlan Williams. Fair. Rocket Man. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Paw Patrol, Rocket dude. Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. Big Paw Patrol guy. Uh, fudgy, wudgy, fudge face. He's one of his movies that you can still buy on VHS from his website. Yeah, okay. Nice. Dick. Uh, another honorable mention, The Whistle, Polly Shore. For sure. <laughs> the Whistle? The Whistle. And yep. I'll kick it off with probably the Universal number one, but Robin Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams. Number that's, one. Yeah, that's my number Range, yeah. money, all of our childhood. One of the most talented people time. ever, period. Exactly. Period. 100, 100%. Uh, Nick, uh, uh, a good one. My number one as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's your thoughts on on Rob? I just rewatched uh, Birdcage. For oh yeah, actually no, I just watched I just watched Birdcage for the first time on on the airplane. Incredible. Got got a re re Robin Williams ignition. Uh, I avoided that movie for years, and then I watched it. I was like, what have I been avoiding my until entire life? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Hank Azaria, laugh out loud, funny in that movie. The the worst parts of the movie are the literal this, this... literal beginning and end because it's the terrible cover of We Are Family yeah. by Sister Sledge. <laughs> okay. That's why I turn. That's why it's a turn off for me. Uh, yeah, and then I just watched a couple things on how he was like a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Williams. He was wearing. He's wearing like brand names before people knew their brand names. He he was always He's hanging out Versace before he got shot. Yeah, he was always out of the zone, out of like, out of always out of like a was ahead of the curve on yeah. every on every single fashion thing, but didn't really care because he, he had his own style the whole time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Robin Williams, the he ghost. The he got the Oscar. Player. He got the Oscar well deservedly. He should have won more Oscars uh, based off of his serious Agreed. and comedic roles, including the Birdcage. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's a tour de force and, uh, he, he's, uh, gone too soon, but at the same time, he, he was gone at the right time. Yeah. San Francisco yeah. native too. Yeah. I remember hey, 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 County boy. It was the day after outside lands, Nick, we found <laughs> that. Rob Williams yeah. Talk about serotonin levels all time. low. Yeah. Was that a Monday? Rob. Yeah. It was a Monday. I remember, I remember because the Disney channel stopped programming and just played Aladdin for like nine hours. Oh straight. my God. I just watched, I had the day off. So I just watched. Aladdin? No, all of his movies in a row. Yeah. And then turns out all of them were about suicide. So moving on. Uh, Number one dad. We already Anybody talked else about it. The only other other the only honorable mensch uh, Eric mentioned. There's Norm Macdonald. There is um, yeah. uh, Emma, Emma Thompson yeah. supposedly. Uh, Emma Thompson uh, had some British. I wasn't uh, able to confirm her. Hugh Laurie, you got to shout out Hugh Laurie. Um, even though he's more TV. What God about Russell? What about Russell Brand? Well. Russell Brand? No, he sucks. Uh, Seth Rogen, Seth I guess Rogen. kinda, yeah. kind of, but he was more of a child actor. Yeah, he was a he was kind of an actor. Before. Um, oh, that is true. Jamie yeah. Jamie Fox is yeah. one Jamie that Fox. I, uh, I would consider. Jamie Fox, uh, da- Damon Wayans. Oh, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Oh, uh, Mike Myers. Oh, man, other San Francisco. But Mike Myers wasn't wasn't a stand up. I don't really know it was a stand up. Yeah, he was a stand up guy. 
Rob Schneider. Rob <laughs> Schneider. Rob Schneider. Best, best new special on Fox Nation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Spade. Pitch. David Spade you stand up? Oh yeah, Spade. David Spade. Spade did stand up. Okay, let's keep the comedian talk rolling briefly. Bob Odenkirk. Uh, pitch or who? What actor should have a movie made about their life? What comedian should have a movie made about their life? Uh, you st- for sure, do the Chris Farley movie. Uh, yes, that's that's one of yeah. them. And then an, uh, another one you got you got to do a John Belushi movie. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, okay. But someone who's still alive that would be yeah, an amazing who's story. Still, somebody who's still alive. Um, oh, pa- okay, so it's between these two comics. Jo- okay, yeah. Joey Diaz, yes. Joey Diaz yeah, is, Joey a, is Diaz the must. Is but you obviously. don't turn that into a movie. You have to turn it into like a Netflix show. That has to be a series because oh, his yeah. life is just 50 yeah. years of absolute insanity. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm reading reading tremendous right now and it is insane if this you're book is if you're gonna crazy. do a movie about a comedian i would suggest doing i think it's either arnez j or earthquake i think it's earthquake earthquake used oh, to be earthquake, earthquake used to be in the army and he was like he used to load planes in the army and there was a story about how he almost dropped uh not a nuclear warhead but something close to a nuclear warhead and if he dropped it a certain <laughs> way it would have destroyed the air base and he's got a whole story about that that's 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 a pretty good that's a pretty good like uh that's pretty good uh machine story but it's earthquake so so man that mo- that movie would be hilarious Vaughn would be a wild because that movie would be oh. so all over the place because <laughs> it would just be him talking about like is that real like it was just like <laughs> that would be kind of in the you mold pet that dog talking. like a cat <laughs> yeah, about dog. Yeah, they, he wasn't allowed to wear a shirt or something you know like this <laughs> um yeah final thoughts final thoughts better than the big green emphatic no uh the machine is no. not better than the big green emphatic, no. No. not better than the big green eric do you think mm. that the machine is better than the big green and I really don't like the big green that much. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, that's right. He's our own, he's our uh, he's, he's my my hater. He's the hater. He's my yeah, hater, yeah, yeah. not just the. He's mine. Reread it. Reread yeah. it. No. What do you uh, What are you giving the machine? What are you going to give it? Twenty five, like what it was. Hey, sixty five. Sixty five. Sixty five. That's not. It's not certified. <laughs> Fresh, but it is fresh. That gets it right into the. T- it's the, a regular the, tomato. It's fresh, not a gold. Regular, t- regular tomato. tomato is sixty-five. Ask, yeah, sixty-five percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what What do you got, Stephen? I said twenty-nine. Um, it's it's not as it should be up there, like with a re- general funny movie. Let it, I'm putting it in the Joe Dirt range. It's hey. a good enough movie to be there, sure. but so <laughs> it's it's missing a lot of things. When you um upon yeah. rewatch, it's missing a lot of things, I and I don't have to rewatch it to know there's it's missing a lot of things. Yeah, I would watch the uh, I'd watch this movie again, which I guess puts it in the um. 20, yeah. I'll give it a twenty. I, get, I, I, I want it to be the regular twenty five. I'm trying to get hammered and watch this movie. Like yeah, like yeah, we'll see. <sighs> man, gonna, I'll out get, there. I'll agree with your twenty nine pending a rewatch. We'll yeah, see pending happens. rewatch. I'll yeah, put an asterisk. I'll there put an asterisk. Yeah. Uh, what's your blurb, Nick? The machine. Is no AI, but it's also no colored back of the Mac. What were those ones called? Uh, iMac? iMac. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Moto. <laughs> no Motorola Razor. Um, okay. Uh, my my blurb is, uh, oh, I wonder what the next new bit turned into a movie is going to be. That's it. Alex, you got a blurb. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Uh, Bert goes to Russia. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Twist it around your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, resident PD wow, Pablo. You, you've been hanging out with me lately. I've been I've brought up PD Pablo for like nine times in the last month <laughs> for some reason. Come on and Ray, take your shirt off. <laughs> That's the, the only. That is the only way I've been. New York so. City. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's your blurb? Uh, if that guy barely graduated from college and was drunk all the time, married a really rich wife and had a shitload of money. Uh, this is pretty much what you're watching. Oh, is Le- Leanne well off? Is that the hidden hidden story? I don't think she is. But okay. No, she's like, a producer. Like, she works. Yeah, well, now she is, yeah. But she comes from, like, the backwoods. But just seeing, like, just seeing this movie, right? Like, Bert's life in general is just, like, you always knew that guy in college. Showed up to class shit face. Yeah. Always had these crazy-ass ideas. And if, like, if they were to, like, win the lotto... I feel like that's what I'd be watching right now. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'll change my blurb to what I said at the beginning. Good for Bert. Good for Bert. Good for Bert. (laughs) Attaboy, Bert. Attaboy. Attaboy. Now it's time for a real... Like what they used to tell Bert Reynolds on set. Attaboy, Bert. Attaboy, Bert. Now it's time for a real recommendation. Now it's time for a real recommendations, (laughs) motherfucker. My computer's about to die. I'm moving this along. Now it's time for a real recommendations. And uh, Alex, how about you start us off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What do you recommend? Oh, let me guess. The Bear Season 2? What do you want to recommend from the world of media? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, who the fuck knew? <laughs> I've heard. Best show on television. Yeah, heard never heard of it. Heard it's really great. Never heard of it. Best show on television. Haven't it's watched it yet. I'm. I'm. I'm now gonna... that now that Succession's gone, it's the bear. I'm waiting to save savor it. Yeah. Yeah. Savor it like wait, a like wait. a like a fresh um Chicago beef salad du escarole. <laughs> okay. Hey boys, get ready. We're doing my bachelor party there. So. Oh, I, I can't wait to eat all the hot dogs oh, and we, not eat any fine food. Oh, were we busy that weekend? Yeah, we are. Oh shit. We got another wedding to go to. Oh shit. Uh, Steve, what's your recommendation? My real recommendation is Platonic on Apple TV Plus, uh, the new okay. Seth Rogen Rose Byrne okay. vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's good. Oh, it's pretty, pretty darn good. Rose Byrne is just all time hot. Like it's crazy she's how so, funny she is. She she's age. so funny. Yeah. She's yeah, and she doesn't age. She ageless wonder. I have yet to see her workout show. Her aerobic, oh, 80s yeah, aerobic yeah. show. She's not quite in uh, Beat the Shit Out of Me range. I think she's in a different category. Of Piss life. on me. Her <laughs> range. <laughs> Piss on me, beat me. Try it out, man. Damn. Try it out, man. Uh, Eric, what's your uh, what's your blurb? Or recommendation. Or recommendation, sorry. Uh, recommendation. I'll go to Apple TV Acapulco. Oh, yeah. Acapulco the... season two with that guy. That guy from uh, Coda. Yeah, dude from Overboard, and then Diego. I what's his face? Yeah, uh, haven't started watching it yet. But Dave season. Oh, Dave, Dave great. season three or four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw yeah. it just on just on Hulu. Yeah, back started watching. It. It's okay. crushing it right now, dude. There's a great. Oh yeah, Dave's okay. They're they're hitting it. Yeah, right, good for FX. Dave's okay. Um. Yeah, that's well, it. Mine is a yeah, what's yours? Hundred foot wave, baby. Hundred foot wave. Is that what you were telling me? No, someone else was telling no, me. No, I've been talking nonstop about hundred foot wave for about four days now. It's season two, <laughs> so someone was telling me there's a first season. Yeah, there's two seasons. Yeah. I I just crushed both of them. Wow, just got just crushed it like the blue baby. Just got my new TV, a whole one. Oh inch, my god, one inch bigger than my last TV. It's life changing it, for it's, you. It's different. It's a different ball game. It's two changes. I'm about You're to, different. I'm about to watch. 100 foot wave again holy shit before i even turn on the bear too i'm about to watch just people really people beefing it on waves that are 70 feet tall again 
God, that was fucking crazy. I'm gonna people. download that for it's pretty. Uh, for it's pretty flight. solid. It's pretty solid. Okay, good show. You have to. Well, uh, this has been the machine, folks. Uh, it went uh, smoothly as anyone as everyone expected. A tight hour forty five, as expected. Just like the movie. Yep, just like the movie. Uh, Seven minutes. Big thank you to Eric for for rejoining us onto this podcast. Eric, it's been great to have you back. We'll see him for the other John Leguizamo vehicle. Yes. Uh, The Pest came out in, uh, it's an anniversary year for The Pest, so maybe. It's like 35 years, something like that. maybe we'll see you this year. Yeah. That was like the funniest movie. No, I think think you're right. It's the 20th 20th anniversary. It's like seven years old. Yeah. It's a great movie, man. Aerie Sears, John Leguizamo. That one dude yeah, that was right. yeah, thirty-five. Oh, we just missed it. Twenty-six years. It was oh, last year. Last years. year was an anniversary. Anyway, it's gonna happen. It's, uh, it's, on, it's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah, future contender. Uh, but yeah, well, Eric, pleasure to have you on here, Alex. Um, uh, uh, you were on here. Uh- <laughs> happy, happy, birthday. Happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Get you this is going corn as well as that fishbowl. It's that fishbowl game, Nick. You missed that. <laughs> It was just all like Greek, fucking like it was all. The all the shit. answers were Greek, Zatziki, or Top Gun Maverick. Well, speaking of Top Gun, I got a need, need for speed. need for peed. peed, need for pee. Um, like we always say, keep, keep it, it real. real, stay rotten, stay rotten. Uh, this has been real rotten. Thanks, all. <laughs>